0: we've gotten our first benchmarks of the RTX 4090. NZXT is looking to get into the monitor game and some new details coming out about Intel's 13th gen. Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're going to be going over the hottest tech news that I can find out on the internet while you enjoy your breakfast. And today's top article is going to be about the first benchmark we're hearing about the RTX 4090. We've been hearing things behind the scenes that it could potentially be up to twice as fast as the current generation. It's going to and consume up to 600 watts of power and require so many power supplies fused together that you think that you're going to start a meltdown but now we have a first more concrete numerical benchmark to go by. With one of the well known leakers indicating that the RTX 4090 should have a time spy extreme score north of 19,000 points. And I'll put that into context for you in just a little bit, but that is significantly faster than the RTX 3090 as well as the 3090 Ti. 82% faster than the 3090, 66% faster than the 3090 Ti, but it's a bit more than that, okay? The RTX 4090 is supposed to have 52% more CUDA cores than the 3090 Ti, so that helps to explain some of it, but that Time Spry Extreme score is really important because the numbers that everybody's quoting for this are the fastest scores in the world. Yes, liquid nitrogen cooled RTX 3090 Ti's are what they're pulling the numbers for that are actually being compared to the 4090. So that's 66% faster. That's compared to this top number one score in the world of a 2.8 gigahertz 3090 Ti that has been LN2 cooled. So obviously that is a large jump to be able to go up that high versus the 3090 Ti when it's pushed to its extremes. It does look like based on these preliminary benchmarks that NVIDIA is having a big generational jump coming on their hands, whether or not that's strictly from power pushing through the GPU or it's because of architectural improvements and performance per watt gains and things that NVIDIA is bringing to the table that we have yet to see remains to be seen. But this is a good early indication. However, keep in mind that this is only a synthetic benchmark. That is, it's not video game playing. It's not actually giving you frame rate. We don't know how this would work in the real world. However, synthetic benchmarks do tend to give us at least a good baseline when it comes To trying to understand what we're gonna get out of the next gen GPUs. But if this scales all the way down, the 4070 is roughly 60 to 75% faster than the 3070 at the same price point, you jumping on that, Does it have to be MSRP? Hit me up with your thoughts on it down below in the comments. But you know what else is also gonna be fast like the 4090? Today's video sponsor. Today's episode of Hot News is sponsored by NordPass. My friends, managing your passwords can be a real burden sometimes, especially if you're trying to create unique, secure passwords for every different website that you're signed into. And that's where a password manager like NordPass can actually help you because it allows you to store your passwords in a secure way with a single master password with them, and you can log in faster on places without having to remember things with their autofill feature. Plus, they help you to generate secure passwords so that you're not just having to pull out the same password that you've used on 12 different websites already and adding exclamation point or period at the end of things because it requires a special character. NorPass syncs your credentials across six of your devices so that you don't need to type them in whenever you're on your phone or on your computer. This saves me a ton of time ever since I adopted a password manager for managing all of my passwords, it has made things so much easier, simpler, and more secure because I have different passwords at each location. And NordPass is a zero knowledge password manager, which means that no one else can see what's in your cryptid vault, not even the NordPass team. This was probably the biggest security thing that I put off for a while, just because I was like, no, I can totally remember all my passwords. And then I realized my passwords were getting hacked on the dark web. I would get updates being like, somebody tried to log into your account, realizing that I needed to do it. It took me a while, but once I switched over to a password manager, I literally really cannot go back. It makes my life so much more secure and better having a password manager. So you can get an exclusive NordPass deal plus one additional month for free by going to NordPass.com forward slash hot news or use code hot news at checkout. Again, get the exclusive deal over at NordPass.com forward slash hot news. Get that additional free month or use code hot news at checkout and make sure you're securing your life across the internet. Make your life simpler. Make your life more secure with NordPass. Big thanks to them for sponsoring today's episode. And while NordPass might save you time, NVIDIA is going to save you from having a faster GPU. We just got done talking about the 4090 being wicked fast. The RTX 3050 is receiving a cut, at least when it comes to the OEM version of that. That is the GPU that's going to be placed in things like Dell Optiplexes or HP Prebuilds, the kind of cheap ones that you see on display in Costco. But it does appear like these new GPUs are going to be having 11% fewer CUDA cores and a 2% 2% reduction in core clock speeds, making them a worse GPU overall. This is not the first time that NVIDIA has done this with GPUs. We've seen NVIDIA mangled the GT 1030 with GDDR5, then DDR4 and the 1060 had like eight different versions that came out all with varying setups because they need to get rid of the dies that they're producing and some are weaker than others. And so this is just an easy way to do it. Call it the same thing. Don't disclose it to your customers and bing, <coughs> Boingo, boingo. You just have to wonder why your GPU is slightly slower than everybody else's, especially you, since you still have an RTX 3050. Deal with it. Just like you're gonna have to deal with crypto stocks because, oh boy. Today was a very positive day in the world of crypto prices. Bitcoin up 2.5% to be at 21602. But the big story is Ethereum, which is up 8.6%. At its peak, it was up roughly 10% on the day to sit at 1467. Just having a mighty fine day where it increases quite a bit. Dogecoin up a little bit as well to be up to 6.5 cents. But again, we want prices to come down. So Reese is here to Bring you UFD deals with the hottest tech deals out on the internet. Hey friends, Rhys here bringing you the hottest tech deals out on the internet. Today we have the Logitech G533 wireless gaming headset with 7.1 surround sound. It doubles down with a 15 meter range and 15 hours of battery life for non stop gaming. You can pick this up for only $69.99 nice. Which is currently $80 off the usual price. You can find today's deal and more linked in the video description. Cheers. Thank you, Reese. Very cool, I assume. Also, that seems to be people's response to the new announcement that Corsair and NVIDIA are working together to bring NVIDIA's broadcast technology to Corsair's IQ and Elgato softwares. The idea being that you can use NVIDIA's broadcast features such as RTX Voice or the background replacement or the rest of their AI setups that they have to help make your stream better, but it's going to be integrated into the Corsair and Elgato software, making it so that you do not have to download Nvidia stuff dedicated. And if you already have IQ or Elgato, you can just integrate it that way. This is neat for the people who actually have these products and use these programs. It's going to remove one more program in the connection chain of the things that they have to boot up before they start going live. But for those who don't have it, this is obviously non news. But what's actually some intriguing news, is it looks like NZXT is looking to get into the world of gaming monitors with them announcing their Canvas monitors today. Their quad HD monitors, 1440p coming in both a regular version as well as a curved bigger boy. The Canvas 27Q having the specs of 1440p, 165 hertz, only 300 nits brightness, so not HDR really. Has FreeSync Premium and it's G-Sync compatible, all of those details. The 32Q is again 32 inches a va panel 1440p 165 hertz the same 300 nits the same setup but a curve of r 1500 nzxt also showing off monitor arms that you can purchase separately for 100 or 170 dollars. not terrible pricing the 27 q is going for 360 bucks the 32Q is going for $430. Honestly, not bad in the grand scheme of things. I do really like the designs, the matte design that NZXT has going on here. This is appealing to me. I really like to see that they're coming in at a more proper price point as opposed to a company like Razer when they came out with their Raptor, which has a slightly better spec sheet, but mostly the same, 1440p, 165 Hertz. It has 350 nits instead of 300, but they started this bad boy at $800. I think you can get it for just under $700 right now, but I don't know who is spending $800 on a monitor like this, but Razer seems to think somebody would. I'm just, I think I'm trying to express NZXT creating a nice minimalistic sleek monitor that fits their branding, would look good on a gamer's desk, but also not murdering you with the price. Except for now, as I'm discovering it, it looks like this is the price without the stand. Oh no, they include the price with the stand here, and then when you go in, it's 320 without the stand, and then it's a $40 monitor stand, which is not quite up to Apple standards of $1,000, but seems to be pretty good. What also seems to be pretty good are the preliminary benchmarks that we're getting out about the 13900K from Intel. There's been a lot of posting over on Chinese forums about these chips, and it looks like it is faster than the 12900K in a vast majority of games. But one of the things to note is that it's actually better in minimum frame rate, which likely means it's a bit smoother. The frames don't drop as often. It's gonna be a more pleasant experience to be on the 13900K, only coming at the cost of power draw. That's a lot of wattage. In Horizon Zero Dawn at 1080p, it uses something like 40 more watts, which is just that's a lot it's so much that's it's a spicy boy so it looks like all of that extra power gain that you're going to get in frame rate is going to come at the behest of your power supply slap in that 600 watt rtx 4090 and you'll be a blazing and we now have more details of the blazing i5 13600 k new details coming out that it will have six performance cores and eight e-cores with intel's mid-tier now going to be a 14 core chip with 20 threads so it's going to have slightly more cores, two more efficiency cores, making it a w- more well-rounded CPU. Hopefully it costs about the same, probably going to have to deal with that same power draw increase, but looking all right. And I'm looking to end this episode of Hot News because I'm kind of tired. I, I, I would like to take a nap now. Kyler, can I take a nap? Where? Uh, somewhere. It been On the couch? Okay. Thank you.